the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back to the Dan Prof Show. A daily beast of all outlets reporting the story according to three sources with knowledge of the matter. The new president's communication staff have already on occasion probed reporters to see what questions they plan on asking new White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki when called upon during briefings. Uh, the White House Correspondence uh, Association, uh, a White House Correspondence Association source telling the Daily Beast it upset en- enough reporters for people to flag it. Although, you know, you can understand why they'd be asking for uh, the questions in advance so they could get something other than this answer from said White House press secretary. I can, I'll circle back if there's more I can share with you. I'll circle back with you if there's more to convey. Um, I'll have to just circle back with you. We can circle back. I'm, I'm happy to circle back with you. I can circle back. Uh, I will have to circle back on that one. That's an excellent question. Oh, such an important question. Uh, we will circle back with you and we'll, we'll circle back with you. It's an interesting question, but uh, we'll, ha- we'll circle back. I'm happy to circle back, but I'll have to circle back with you on it. It's a good question, but we'll circle back with you on this today. We will certainly circle back with you more directly. Yeah, Miss Psaki needs to understand uh, it's not the campaign anymore. They were happy to uh, let the string show during the campaign because it was uh, anything and everything to uh, advance their political ends, which was, of course, the defeat of President Trump. But now, come on, Jen. Come on. We can't be seen to be doing that. We have to pretend we're still the fourth estate. We have to pretend we still have uh, a posture of seeking the truth and holding those in power to account in a transparent way for what's going on or isn't going on. For more on all this, we're pleased to be joined by Joseph Stars. He's the director of journalism and communications and U.S. programs at the Fund for American Studies. Mm-hmm. Joseph Stars, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Um, what about uh, the story of uh, the White House, uh, the, the White House press corps bristling at the White House press secretary for wanting questions in advance? Uh, what does that say about the state of uh, journalism inside the Beltway today? Well, uh, Dan, I'd love to answer your question, but can I circle back there and come back to you in just a minute? Sure. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, it, it's it's silly because uh, <laughs> the, no no self respecting journalist would ever agree to that. Uh, it's just standard practice that you don't do that, and uh, you know it just shows that uh, hey, you know if you want to. Uh, if you want to speak to uh, truth to power, then you're have to going to have to speak the truth, and you're not going to get uh, advanced, uh, you know, questions. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, I mean, so I, you know, it's just interesting given uh, journalism is under such um, uh, a is it, well, I guess I would say is enduring a real crisis of legitimacy. Maybe the D.C. press corps doesn't feel that way, but it seems to be the case according to a lot of uh, public opinion surveying. And and so with you being the director of the journalism and, and comms program at Fund mm-hmm. for American Studies, what is that interaction? What are those conversations like with aspiring journalists? Well, we teach our students, our uh, journalism students, to be straight shooters. 
that regardless of where they sit on the political spectrum, that their job is to go after the truth. And uh, so that's what we're aiming uh, to do, and that's what we're teaching our students, just to be straight shooters when it comes to being a reporter. And uh, don't uh, don't imitate your elders that you see often or hear often in, in the press. Do, do they wonder, do they have questions about, are we supposed to be activists? Are we supposed to advance a particular policy agenda? You know, how, how do we balance those competing interests of like, here are my views, but then I'm covering this beat or this or I'm doing this story? Well, that's definitely a problem in a lot of journalism schools, and there definitely is a, a sort of a crusader mindset with a lot of journalists. You know, they want to go out and change the world, which is all well and good, but at the end of the day, their job is to report the news, to report what they see, report what they hear, and not try to interpret it. So, uh, you know, it's been a problem along, you know, going way back with, uh, in, in mostly in the journalism schools, but, uh, you know, what we try to tell our students, and we have a great professor by the name of Richard Benedetto. He was a founding reporter for USA Today, wrote the first headline story uh, for that paper, and he really presses home the point that that's their job, to report what they see, report what they hear, and, and tell viewers and readers just that. And it's not complicated. Uh, that's simply their job, and that's what they're supposed to do. With a new digital landscape, uh, how much of the conversation is about um, the, our increasingly censorious culture? I mean, when you have, for example, before the election, the New York Post uh, being uh, you know frozen out on Twitter for uh, the Hunter Biden story that uh, the, the Twitter minders found to be uh, illegitimate or some such thing um, that that the, the idea that some people should be deplatformed and other people shouldn't or that the First Amendment should only uh, uh, provide for those views that I deem legitimate and 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 how you uh, how you approach those freedoms that guarantee a free press, but also guarantee a free people. Sure. So I'm not quite sure that our students uh understand how nefarious this is and what a problem it is. And so what we're trying to do and the conversations that we're trying to have with our students is that there shouldn't be these all-powerful gatekeepers, that uh, there should be unfettered access to those in power, and that uh, their job as journalists is to get to those people in power and to question them. And uh, so those, uh, it's a problem and uh, it's worrisome, but I think uh, we're on the right track here at the Fund for American Studies trying to raise up uh, journalists who are going to go beyond what uh, what's happening right now. Uh, tell us about the, the Fund's uh, U.S. programs, and I know uh, your capital semester students began in mm -hmm. D.C. this week. Right. So uh, every summer we bring students to D.C. Uh, to uh, what we say live, learn, and intern, and uh, we secure internships for them. They take courses in economics, uh, courses in limited government, and we really try to teach honorable leadership to the students while they're with us. And so they get a good combination of classes, internships, speakers, guest lectures, the whole full Washington experience, but at the same time focusing on those higher values, the idea that you, they need to be a leader who's honorable, who seeks the good of others, and who really lives that. So we're doing a, a, a dual-track sort of approach, you know, giving them experience, but teaching them about uh, honor and leadership and the efficacy of the free market system. So it's a really good program, and it's uh, 
it's we're proud of what we uh, what we offer the kids. And this is uh, you know across the country and across the political spectrum too. This is one of the rare uh, programs uh, institutions that is interested in you know sort of the competition of ideas side by side and and that interplay. Exactly. Uh, we're not we're not preaching to the choirs, and you know we encourage the students when they get together to you know debate and uh, you know don't be afraid to disagree. Just do it without being disagreeable. And uh, so we really are ho- focusing and harnessing that classical idea of, as you say, the, the clash of ideas and seeking the truth and, and coming to, uh, if not a consensus, but at least a willingness to learn, to listen to the other person and to respect the other person, regardless of whether you agree with them or not. He is Joseph Stars, the Director of Journalism and Communications and U.S. Programs at the Fund for American Studies. Uh, for more on those programs, tfas.org. Tfas.org is the site. Joseph Stars, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you much. I appreciate it. Brought to you by the Fund for American Studies. The Fund for American Studies is an educational nonprofit that is changing the world by developing leaders for a free society, offering transformational programs that teach the principles of limited government, free market economics, and honorable leadership to students and young professionals in America and around the world. Download a free ebook to learn how you can become a champion for liberty at teachingfreedom.org. Political fakers, fixers, and takers. He's Dan Proft, and this is The Dan Proft Show.